0: You're talking to a you're talking to a Norwegian we don't dance <laughs> we pillage. Oh. we we yeah we pillage
1: yeah and yell at people and stab them <laughs> yeah. time. I much much like the Germans <laughs> oh my god that's so great okay uh you only like because I'm German
0: <laughs> you're
1: a little savage that's okay that's why you're <laughs> all right fuck. So, welcome to Panda Strong Podcast. We interview Canada's and the world's top amateur to pro female strength athletes to empower women to train and compete for strength sports. I'm Stephanie, aka Thick Stephanie with three C's for thick, and I'm fantastic the dancer because I shake that ass. I'm still training. You know what's really funny is I can get my ass to the ground when I'm twerking, but I really struggle with that squat. Someone has to help me out with that science because I don't understand that. Anyways, I'm a dance and fitness educator and a strongman athlete and Highland Games athlete. You can find my dance and fitness challenges uh, and tutorials on YT, IG, and TikTok at fantasticthedancer. So today's episode, we're going to dive into the subject of reanalyzing your training program to create an off-season training program. follows <laughs> on its way, pumpkin spice, bitches. Um, and if you don't like pumpkin spice or tacos, we can't be friends. So today we have the amazing Kiki, Kiki. I feel like yes. that's big, the word kinky, Kiki. Kiki, you need a man. Like as if you were like going to wrestling competition, like WWE, you need a deep voice that goes, uh, Kiki. I don't know, you need something like that. I need a voiceover <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> How do you say your last name?
0: Very uh, I would say Barley Joe sorry. You can't even can't say your own last it. name. It's too German it? for you. It's too German for me.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll just say Kiki with a B for now, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's stay with Kiki. It's the easiest.
1: Yeah. When you were a kid, you were trying to figure out your teacher's last name. You know, they would drop hints and fuck with you all year. And then you'd figure it out. It'd be something really lame, like Johnson. Just kidding, Nancy. Relax. <laughs> she was on a show before. Uh, anyways, so she's pretty incredible. Uh, she is six times Norway's strongest woman. She's a world record holder for truck pull. She's a Norwegian Atlas stone record holder at 139 kg. She's a master's athlete from Norway, Germany. And she's going for her seventh nationals win in Strongman, September, 2021. <laughs> Look at that. Mm. <laughs> I need to drink more protein in my life. Um, she is a journalist and a foster mom to a child with autism, which is pretty cool cause I'm on the spectrum. And so that's pretty awesome. Um, she's been married for 15 years. Oh Lord, I am. we need to know your secrets. You know, um, they think strength women are always gonna be single because we're androgynous and we're playing the male road, roll road, same thing, whatever. Obviously that's not true because she has six kids in her house and her house is named Strongman Road. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, and she's a gym owner of, I can't say that either. That looks even more German. I would say
0: B-30. B-dirty? B-30.
1: Oh. I was like, I that's that. the
0: short one. Yeah, you B30. can do that.
1: Okay, well, we'll stick with B-30 for today, yeah. Um, and she's got strongman powerlifting boxing equipment in it. She's a Viking reenactor. She hosts World's Strongest Viking at, FIF- is it four? Yeah, FIFOR. that's FIFOR. Yeah. I know one German word. <laughs> Mountain Hotel in Norway. And she manages four Power Week. She hosts several Giants Live competitions, which, oh my God, I love Giants Live. Um, and she's pulled planes. Planes, okay. Planes, planes. Ship, yeah. Viking fucking ships. Yep. Ships. A yep. fucking train. Oh my god. Tractors. What's a lorry, by the way? I feel like that's a Scottish
0: word. It's a lorry. No. that, that is a, a uh, English word. You know the, the That's the, what I'm very, saying. Yeah. Not Scottish.
1: Well, I don't know. I'm English. or Scottish. Or Irish. I'm confused. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, a lorry is what we in Norway call a truck like a, a semi truck like the big oh, ones, okay.
1: like
0: yes. the big 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 ones i
1: understand you now and fire trucks and she's going for a guinness world record in pull. um i'm not I'm allowed to say that but i just let the cat a little bit so it's out now <laughs> sometime i'm not supposed to reveal that if this is this is all rumors i don't really know if it's true so anyways uh <laughs> thank you for being on our show today kiki says, thank, you thank you for you having, having me kiki. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm like when you said yes, I was like, oh Lord, I'm smelling in my chair, (laughs) on my ass. But I was like, I need my ass as a money maker, so you know. So, anyways, let's get into it. So, for those who don't know your amazing self, like new amateurs, because if you know who she is, I know who you is. (laughs) So, what's got you competing in strongman strength sports?
0: That is a very good question because I have several answers, Um, but (laughs) the job is uh... you answer. Yeah, uh, I started out as a powerlifter and powerlifting is boring. <laughs> it is boring
1: though. Like, I love powerlifters,
0: yeah, I do, I love you uh, guys. But... Yeah, I do, love I do love powerlifters myself, but doing equipped powerlifting is not my thing. Yeah. Uh, and I was just surfing around, trying to find out what I want to do. I wanted, I needed to train. Uh, and then I saw on a, a strength forum online, I saw women doing strongman. And I was like, wow, can, can women do that? I mean, Sven Carlsen used to be my neighbor. Sven Carlsen was World's Strongest Man in 2001 and he's Norwegian. Uh, and I was like, aye, I, I can do the same as them. <laughs> uh... So, so I run upstairs from, from the basement up to my husband in the living room. And I said, I want to have a tire. And he was okay. And I said, yeah, I want to flip tires. The very next day, I had a big tractor tire in my backyard. You have a good husband. I have the best husband. You do. Like, see,
1: this is, is, uh, before I interrupt for one millisecond, what I have found from talking to all the strong women on the show so far, and just in life, is like, and what I believe in general, is a lot of marriages fail because you don't support the growth in that other person. Like, if you want to stay the same, then your marriage is gonna suck. You need to spice it up. You need to go on adventures together or try separate things together, but still support the spouse, even if they're not into it. And like, you know, uh, dinner and flowers is like, uh, whatever, like it gets pretty freaking boring after the first or second year. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, something like that, where you you know what your partner's into and you support them. Like that's, there's, and there's no more greater motivation than the person you love the most, right? Like supporting you, but anyways. Totally agree. Tip of the day. Yeah.
0: Take it from us. Yes, we know things.
1: the wizards are stronger so that's the first answer you said you had more than one so what else
0: yeah no into- but I, I actually started to train because of a very very bad back injury i was on the edge of uh, ending up in a wheelchair wow uh so that was the reason i started to train and moving on powerlifting is boring strongman is fun <laughs> Boring. yeah uh, so, that's
1: so great, man. But um, back injury. Okay, so uh, what happened?
0: Tell us a little more uh, about it. You. you want um, ugly truth? Yes, uh, I, I
1: like I, was,
0: Yeah, I was in a very abusive uh, relationship. Oh, okay. So he actually threw me through. I'm Norwegian, oh. it's late. And then my English just stopped a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he actually threw me off a, a slope, down a slope. So I got a bad back injury after that one. But you know, what's
1: crazy though, is like, I always say like the biggest revenge is uh, your biggest comeback, right? So like, yeah. look at you, happily married, successful mom, an entrepreneur, a pro athlete, like all these things you've accomplished, like the fact that you, your back was like main like that and you're pulling planes, it's just, it, it breaks all science, right? Like that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. I have a client who I'm training right now, who she has a few C4, C5. And like, you know, the dramatic improvement I've seen working with her once a week for one hour and three weeks is like night and day. Like you cannot neglect your back, but you can fix your back. I was born mm-hmm. with scoliosis. And so the fact that I can lift weights is pretty kind of astronomical. My, my body's crooked one leg's all the other. Like my, my thing is off. Nothing fixed it before I got the barbells. So anywho, mm-hmm. yep. but, that's, but that's just the power of like coming from such a dark, deep place. So mm-hmm. like how did you transition then, though? Like, when did you meet your your husband? What, what, what came first, strongman husband? Like, I like, well,
0: no, uh, no, uh, hus- husband came first. Yeah, uh, because after ten years, I was smart enough to get rid of that abusive oh. son of a bitch. Uh, so a couple <laughs> of years later, I met Egil, my husband, uh, and he was actually training at the moment. He started to train just before we met, and he was like, all people have seen the light. He was living for the gym
1: yeah
0: that was that, that was the place we had a gym in the basement, like a room with all the gym equipment yeah that's what i do too right now uh and uh, if i if i wanted to see him i had to be down there with him and i wow. just couldn't, i couldn't sit still and just watch him i need to do stuff yeah yeah let's see so, oh sorry, go ahead. yeah so so a husband came first training came second and now I'm a bit unsure. Training husband, okay.
1: <laughs> I feel you on that one deeply in my soul. You know, it's like, hey, do I want to get milky no tonight or do I want to get some gains? Ah, damn it! Ah. Sometimes I really can't devote at the same time. I can't, and I want to sleep after the milky. But anyways, um, I sometimes I'm like, I'm to lose my husband over strongman, and I'm not too sure I'm mad about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like I don't even know. Like. He's like, hey, what are you doing right now, you And I'm like, no, I'm sleeping. Meanwhile, I'm like in my basement with my music really quiet, just working out. <laughs> I don't have a headache. I just need barbells in my life. <laughs> I need the right kind of poles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with poles all day, people. It's plates. Okay, i stop, i stop. I'm going to put Oh my God. Anyways, <laughs> cousins, training. Oh, I was going to say, so this is why it is very important to be with somebody who doesn't say, I don't have time to see you. Or um, like, Quits the awesome things they're doing to be with you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. healthy relationship is someone who encourages you to come along yeah. and try something new and healthy with them. Right. Yeah. That's why a lot of marriages break up is because one person starts taking fitness seriously, obviously, and the other person doesn't. And it's not because oh. they don't have them, but it changes your mind. It changes your entire lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, it,
0: you, your 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 partner, do, he or she, though, do, doesn't need to go to the gym with you, but they should be happy for you doing it. Yeah. And encourage you to do it. And it is, as you said, too many people are like, "No, I don't like that you're training." And I think they are insecure. Totally. They, yeah, they see this, they see their partners being more confident in themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Especially see about that, women. Yeah, I see that myself. Yeah. In the gym, in our gym, we can see yeah. that.
1: Then they're not meant yeah. to be with you. Like then they're just like this. Is what I'm trying to say is like you're not saying they, like, you can't, they can't work out with you or, you know, come to your competitions or whatever, whatever. Like you're saying, I just want to do this for myself. And that's not selfish. Like, no. you know what I mean? And, um, like, I think that like for, for, especially for women, right. is like, they don't want to give up all the things they have, because once again, women think that they may not get it again. Right. There's that kind of insecurity or back on her head that, you know, cause sometimes we see it on media that you won't find a man that loves you. And that's just like, not even true. And honestly, like, um, I am prepared to give up whatever I need to give up in that way. Right. Relationship wise. Mm -hmm. Like if, if my spouse is like, Hey, well, you're a totally different person and you're healthy and happy and not fit, or you're taking on man role. I'm like, well, maybe if you stepped up, Mm -hmm. you know, you wouldn't feel that way. Do you know what I mean? Because that's pretty impossible to take someone's purpose out of their own life. Only they Mm -hmm. can do that. Do you know what I mean? So if you feel inferior, it's really weird. Like, for example, long, long time ago, quick story. when I, before I started personal training, becoming a bodybuilder all this stuff, like 10 years ago, people were really nice to me when I was almost skinny. Soon as I became super skinny fat, those same women that were thicker were assholes to me in the locker room. Like totally on the gym, like just like, Oh, you think you're better than us now? I'm like, I didn't even say that. I like smile at you when you walk by. And if I have a serious face, it's because I'm breathing and bracing, okay? I'm focusing on my shit. But anyways, like that happens even with around other women, right? Like Mm-hmm. um it's actually really hard to find mom friends when you're like a fit mom that's a fact like because even if you're not saying you've to come to the gym and work out with me they're like oh she must just be all about fitness oh and i'm yeah. like no i actually don't want like i like to work out by myself most of the time um because i don't like i don't want to waste time mental game i'm tired of a mom i don't i don't have time to fuck around you know mm-hmm. but anyways it does happen a lot i think for women they are having they have to choose not always but far more often um a relationship over the gym whether it's friends or a significant other i don't know how you feel about that but yeah i
0: totally agree with you um absolutely and actually i've I've seen it um i'm getting old i'm not supposed to train i'm not supposed to look like this Mm -hmm. according to other women my age yeah so i don't have any let's call them normal friends anymore yeah yeah actually it's all it's all about all my friends are doing the same stuff as me yeah either training or the very odd viking thing the yeah
1: i know what you're saying and it's hard because sometimes i meet women or no women who like i care about and we do have things uncommon outside of the gym but i'm not trying to separate myself from them based on that right so if they're wanting to walk away because of how me working out makes them feel it's sad but I'm also not going to stop. Right. Yeah. So it's, but it's, it's, it, it sucks. It does suck, you know, leveling up your life and becoming a pro or having even just your own business. Right. Sometimes people have own business, people understand like the time and commitment and sacrifice. And like, you know, I've been pretty straight up with women. Like I, I don't care what happens. Just let me know. Right. Otherwise I think something really bad happened to you. So if like, I say, this is, I've done this with my family. Like I did cut off contact with my mom. I was like, this is when I work out. This is when I take my kids to start. Like I have a schedule and if you're late, you can't come in. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to rearrange or move my life around you, you know? And so I think it's like, it's just, it's also such a, the culture and even, you know, maybe our parents, women your age or older have to get used to like new moms for working out and this way of thinking, because there's this whole still, sometimes people hold this thinking of a, once a mom has kids or stay at home, mom, she should just be with the kids. So when you say I got shit to do and I'm going to the gym and working out. People, people don't like it. It makes them feel uncomfortable, right? It's a, it's a, yeah. it's, you're not trying to be a feminist in that moment, right? Like, it's, it's not a feminist act against the hierarchy or culture. You're doing it for yourself, but it becomes that. And it's like this weird, awkward, un, un, uh, unspoken vibe or conversation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. I like my belly. Out. I don't care. I work on a sports bra outside. Why? You yeah. and your fat belly. You, uh, no, I'm just saying, strong man, we think, okay? And I'm nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, it's like, there's still even fine. I find on that for women to just like wear certain clothing, right? And yeah. not wear makeup at the gym and whatever.
0: Actually, in, uh, in Norway, most of the gyms are like, if you're a woman, you can't train in a sports bra, short, stuff like that, because you are threatening other people. From your glorious sex <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's like uh, when when women are coming to our gym, And they see me training in my sports bra. It's like, wow, can we actually take off the t-shirt or the tank top or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I love you. Of course. (laughs) So it's just people should learn to love themselves and be secure in who they are. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah and not, not project, you know, um, in the sense of like, I don't think anybody in the gym is better or worse than me. If they're in the gym lifting, then I have respect for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Any age, any ability. And if I think they're struggling and, and like, they want my help, I'll gladly help them. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to sit there and let somebody who is, you know, um, on a societal standard looks more fit, you know, kind of, uh, supersede everyone else's like ability to use the machines or have access mm-hmm. to the machines or be treated less than you know what I mean like like one time I was working out of my not my home gym but I was doing strongman stuff and these girls book part of the gym to do a photo shoot and it was really fucking annoying because they're not no yeah. they're not strongmen and there's very limited equipment for me okay and I'm trying to do a fucking workout for a competition and you're coming up and grabbing shit and getting in my way and then you're not putting yeah. it away and I'm like listen bitch I know you're an influencer and I love you I respect you girl but please I'm trying to work out I don't want to jump down have- because you're behind me on my face. Okay. Thank you very much. You're yeah. I mean, actually- the rude. Cause they're like, I'm skinny. I'm better than you. I can just do whatever. I don't say all girls are like, they're like, that. that's also misperception. I'm just saying that like equal playing field, man, woman, whatever you look like, whatever, like respect, you know, equal yeah. treatment, equal access, no bullshit.
0: You know what I yeah. mean? We have uh, actually thrown out uh, an influencer and a photo crew because of that. Yeah. From the gym. Like just oh, yeah? leave, just leave. We are training you are in our way, leave. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it was so, weird to me too, because I'm like, why can't you book this at a time when you know there's gonna be less traffic at the gym? Why are you booking this at a peak time when, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just kind of like inconsiderate. And it was just annoying for me because like I said, I have kids, so I have a limited time to train. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, yeah, my husband does Well, before he used to have to drive around with my toddler because my, my kids like, they, they only sleep with me. He can't get them to sleep. Okay so anyways he's like circling the gym all angry and fucking texting me like worry i'm like i have one more set he's like ah you know and I'm like you causing problems in my relationship <laughs> anyways i'm glad you did that because i think it's important like like one i so this is when i quit the commercial gym i was looking at was uh the guy was um like he was he's basically stole squat rack for me and he thought because he was a skinny fit guy that he could just fucking do pull-ups over my head and i'm trying to do deadlifts and shit and then i told to the gym i'm like this is such fucking bullshit like, you're never gonna have women up here and you're never gonna have consistent clientele because you allow shit like this to happen in your gym. Because mm. seriously, like, I really wanna punch him right now. Cause it was still yeah. rude. He, he called me fat and he called me bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck did you say? You know what I mean? I'm gonna beat your ass right here, right fucking now. I don't care if people cameras out. My point is, is that in 2021, that bullshit should not be happening in anyone's yep. fucking gym. Period. Totally Stop. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't let anybody talk to anybody rude, guy to guy, whatever. I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna be an asshole, like, get the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? I don't need your business, right? Like that's how so I'm glad you're in your gym like that. And obviously you're very successful, right? So I think you know what it takes to be a good athlete, you know, and sportsmanship yeah. is a huge part of that. It is. Facts. Absolutely. Science, my favorite word. <laughs> so like on the, the topic of exercises, like you have six kids and I'm really like, I have to do some math here and it's too hard because you've got six and I, I got discovered, I can't do the math, gay spectrum, remember spectrum people. Um, so anyways, for your time training competing and then popping out
0: babies um no i just popped out two of them
1: oh the rest are adopted uh, th-
0: no the rest uh, we have six kids all together i have oh. one i have one son from way back
1: then
0: yeah um egil my husband has one son from almost way back then uh, and then we have vilja our daughter together and we have three foster kids
1: Oh, okay. So that's, you know, you can say, right, way back. When does he get to certain age? You're like, way back, way back. Yeah, and way, way back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. books But anyways, like you were training competing, obviously when you had kids. So I want to yeah. talk about a few subjects of, on that subject um about like physical training in the gym. So tell us about how you trained, like what your training program looked like when you are postpartum and, and how you rehabilitated your body. Cause it doesn't look like you've stopped, you know, very much. Uh,
0: actually, I just had a period when I was pregnant Vilia, uh, our daughter, she is an uh, IVF kid. Uh, so she was very, very wanted. Uh, and I had a bleeding when I was about 11 weeks, 11, 12 weeks pregnant. Uh, so I was terrified of losing her. So I stopped training. And um, me not training is a very cranky kiki. I need <laughs> yeah. to train. Yeah, I need to train. Uh, so I think I started to train again when I was about six months pregnant. And I trained until I think the last session was three or four days before she was born. Wow. I I, I actually did farmer's walk when I was 38 weeks pregnant.
1: Do you have photos of any of this? Because I really want to share that shit.
0: I have somewhere. I have a video of me with the biggest belly in history. Oh, you need to send that to me. I will see if I can find it. Uh, And actually, I was doing farmers with that big, big belly and a belt on (laughs) Of I, course, I <laughs> 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 uh, but i started to train again when she was five or six weeks old and the only way to train wow. was to was to bring her to the gym yeah so she's actually brought up in the gym wow that's pretty cool uh and i can't remember that i did anything in particular i just listened to my body mm-hmm. um Started kind of slow and competed in my first Norway Strongest Woman when she was six months old. That's
1: fucking crazy. Like, it's amazing. And I've, I've interviewed other women who do that, and it just boggles my mind. So let's let's jump into another subject quickly here before we go in. So on the topic of nutrition supplementation, I drink protein shakes with my baby because I didn't know I was pregnant until I was like two months pregnant. I was like, you can't have stomach flu that long. And then I was like, motherfucker. Anyways, I still wanted to somehow compete the of competition, so I kept lifting. I drank protein shakes. And now I have a baby who's the size of an almost three-year-old and he's 11 and a half months old. And he's running, climbing, goes on the trampoline. You know what I mean? Climbs stairs and steals and my protein body. And he's healthy. 11 and a half months.
0: He's healthy. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yes.
0: He is so- not sick. He is not sick very often. No. 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 Uh, protein, protein protein powder is food it's nothing else but food you get it from milk you get it from it's just powder like yeah. it's nothing dangerous in it at yeah. least at least not when you live in canada or norway yeah 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 so Holy. vilja uh when she was a year and a half two, she was like mom We need our protein. And she found my my protein shake.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, my kids are, like, stealing my protein. So I, like, bought him a kid's brand. But what pisses me off is, like, nobody wants to sell you protein when you're pregnant or postpartum. They're all afraid of liability, and I don't fucking get that. So you can buy, like, these mommy cookies, which are bullshit because there's tons of sugar in them. They're mostly carbs. And, like, when I eat a snack, I eat a protein bar because I know I always get my 30 grams, and it's, it's easy. And I'm not usually hungry enough for big meals, so a protein bar is usually perfect for me. But anyways, like... It's very fucking annoying to me. And like, it's something I've preached about for a long time. And there's so many ridiculous myths out there. Like, oh, it'll be stored in in your liver. Oh, it'll be toxic to the baby. Like how the fuck would protein powder turn some toxic chemical poison once you breastfed? That is ridiculous. And I think that is why men and boys are like the bone density is smaller. I think if you look at, if you look, if you look at like ancient cultures and history people had wide faces. That's yep. why we have a problem with chewing, is because we have too much teeth and our faces have gone narrow. And that's because, mm-hmm. like, not chewing a muscle. We were always meant to, in my opinion, take it or leave it, but I'm pro carnivore. I think we were supposed to eat a very high protein diet. It saturates you, you feel full. You were not going to sit there and eat fucking salads all day because you, had, yep. you were in the wild. You were going to eat fucking fruit smoothies all day because there wasn't shit tons of fruit. And if you look at wild fruit or pictures of old fruit, it doesn't look like what it looks like now. So, yep. my humble opinion, people were supposed to eat meat and hydrate and eat fast yep. because you yep. couldn't even always have access. And you ate a lot of fermented meats and some fermented veg. Do you know what I mean? So this whole bullshit uh, theory is like, well, how the fuck did like pregnant women, you know, thousands of years ago, um, you know, eat healthy when they're pregnant and postpartum? Do you think they were like, oh, you can't have that baby, it might kill you? My baby walks around chewing meat, like big chunks of meat. I don't even have to cut it up; he rips
0: it. Yeah, I actually think they ate what they found. Yeah. What what was there? Because you couldn't be picky. It's like, but I never, I actually never heard about pregnant women. Not having protein shakes and stuff like that. I'd never heard about that. That's new. Yeah, it's
1: something people comment on. Like when I posted, so I stopped posting them because people were trolling on my Instagram. When I was pregnant. Like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. That could be dangerous to the baby. And you should eat real food. And so it's funny. On the topic of real food, there was a time in my life where I was really fucking poor, and so I I determined the cost value, and I figured to myself in terms of how much protein. What I did was I went on an all-protein bar. I'm not showing you all protein bar diet with some nuts for the fats. And I lost a shit ton of weight and I gained a shit ton of muscle. And I did not incur any health problems from that. So and yeah. then I also also did the same thing, but just pure veg and fruit and carbs, and I got sick. Yeah. So yeah. all I have to say is protein wins a day.
0: Yeah. But we have a pregnant woman in the gym. She is, I think she's 36 weeks pregnant now. She's absolutely, when I was there, down training earlier today, she was running on the treadmill. She's doing CrossFit. Damn. She, she, she is doing burpees, box jumps, everything. See, this actually, is Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, she, she's, she's actually doing most of the things she did before she got pregnant. Yeah. And she drinks her protein shakes, she eats her real food, she even eats candy if she feel like it gets like, yeah,
1: This is the thing <laughs> I want to see though. was like, what people don't understand is like you having four walls and sanitized water and all these things is new. Like yeah. our, our ancestors walked around everywhere. They wore their babies everywhere. Do you think yeah. like women in the wild raising their babies in fucking caves were like, oh, I need to put a baby cage here or, oh, I can't pick up this food or carry food. Like if you look at their old countries and pictures of women, they've got baskets of food on them. They're carrying their children all the way around their body. Yeah. So this this weird... I don't know if it's like a to control women, I don't know, it makes no sense to me, but it's very much like something that is in health books, shouldn't be in them, and is very toxic to women because both pregnancies. like people are trying to demotivate me from lifting weights and benching. They're like, oh, you cut off the oxygen supply to the baby. Oh, you can't have sex, you might cut off this air, uh, you know, oxygen supply to the baby. And it's like, okay, I just don't think it's natural, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) People are weird. People are weird
1: but yeah. like stop telling women what to do okay we're not going away we're gonna keep lifting weights we're gonna keep popping up babies and do whatever the fuck we want to do their bodies okay Yeah. So just like how would you make products for us because we're already doing it yeah. you know instead of saying these things so like like what did you like for workouts what specifically did you do when you were um like pregnant and postpartum like tell us like in deep like what your training program looked like
0: you expect me to remember 15 years back <laughs> holy shit i didn't know you were that old i'm just kidding <laughs> don't be kidding no, like these like three, four examples of some workouts. Were
1: you always doing your squat bench dead? You know, what were you focusing on for
0: strength games? I've always done my squat bench and deadlifts and my overheads. Uh, always. Uh, when I was a powerlifter, of course, I did them. Yeah. Uh, that, those 10 months, I believed I was a bodybuilder. And I was going, <laughs> yeah, I actually had a very sick idea of me being on stage. And I still did my squat bench deadlift. Uh, Um, So I think that's actually squat bench deadlift and overhead press is the base in my training. Yeah. And depending on what my goals has been at the moment, Mm -hmm. training is built on these four.
1: Yeah, so, I definitely yeah. See there's certain movements that, uh, like, never felt Like, accessory work holds the same amount of power. Um, like, especially when you're talking about, you know, working those little muscles for postpartum pelvic floor, you know, um, yeah. recovery. But, like, I have yet to see the strength gains that I get from barbell training that I do want to do the same thing with machines or accessory work or whatever, full stop.
0: I, I, I've never liked the machines. I'm more like, I want the barbell, I want the dumbbell, yeah. a tire or a truck or... Yeah yeah
1: well also because it moves to your actual body form right whereas machines are not made for every body different type and size and the way your body yeah. moves so they're problematic to me and like more problematic. Yeah.
0: i actually think the only thing i enjoy doing in a machine is rowing uh seated seated row Yes. Or pull-downs.
1: Yeah, I love those too. That's so funny you say that. I, yeah. like, I like the pull-backs, like anything. Yeah. There's like a, oh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a machine where it's like for dips, but you sit and then the weights, like the plates are on beside you, yeah. so you just put your arms down. Yeah. I love that shit.
0: Yes, yeah. for sure. You know? So but actually, in if I think about the way I train today, uh, our gym has three different areas. And one is just machines. And I never use that room. I'm never in that room maybe just to flex my tricep in a mirror or something.
1: Yeah, but I mean, to have the amount of wins that you've had over the length of time, like I said, um, and then being a mom at the same time, uh, and all of the things that you mentioned, projects that you take care of, obviously there's a science to what you do, you know, and, and what's made you successful repeatedly over time. So you said SVD is full stop, like your base. Is there anything else that like, you feel for sure has given you the versatility that you needed to be able to pull a, a freaking train or a fucking plane, right? You know what I mean? Like, because strongman is complicated, right? There's so many different movements yeah. um, and variations, right? And it's really easy to get, spend hours in the fucking gym, just like you would as a bodybuilder and almost like have a chaotic program. And like, and when events change often, you have to progress very fast in different movement patterns. So that's why I'm saying about movement patterns. What have, what are besides SPD, for strongman really, like what are exercises that you've, you've seen, you know, fast acceleration for, or that provide you with versatility on a bunch of different strongman events. Like you do this exercise it will help you with all these different things at the same time. Huh.
0: You got the Norwegian very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Egil, Egil told me that if I struggled with an answer, I should just say "add more bands."
1: <laughs> I just want to add the Jeopardy music
0: right here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm I'm actually not sure because I I <laughs> I just train. Um, the last five six years I've been programmed by others, and I'm very I'm very easy because I do. What I'm told to do. Right. So, if I like right now, I'm working very hard on the log to try to accept that bloody thing. I hate it. I hate, hate, hate log. log. I really hate. Really? Log. You know what I
1: don't long? like about log is like, I find it can fuck with my one shoulder and it's all yeah. about angles. If I get it just perfect, I'm fucking repping it out. But if I'm just like an inch, like barely centimeter off, I fucking pull my shoulder or I end up being like, Ugh! and it's just like, it's just, it's fucking hard to get it just perfect. Yeah. No, you know?
0: I'm, I'm not with my two meter long, long arms. I'm not built for log. Oh, T-Rex, I see. No, I'm not T-Rex. I'm the opposite. I, mean,
1: oh. I told you I don't do math.
0: <laughs> I'm tall!
1: Uh, you can just grab ass all the way down in group thoughts, you know?
0: <laughs> so, I think that you, you just you just need to work on... Sorry, I'm just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on! You're in the gym! You're my coach! Tell me what you do! Oh, wise master. Maybe you're just paid by Giant's Live not to tell your secrets
0: until it's in the... Deal. No. I'm just <laughs> oh i wish giant life were paying me what i wish giant life were paying me no i heard that that's why i said what uh, <laughs> i know who you is you both shit, shit. Oh, damn it if you, if you want to pull a ship you need to train your legs you need to train your stamina because you need to be able to breathe. So, what do you do with stamina training? Do you just do like a strongman Sunday once a week, or do you just attach a bunch of shit to your back and try to walk? Like, what do you do? No. Uh, if I'm planning, like, like the the Guinness record I'm planning on setting, on doing, mm-hmm. uh, I pull a truck or something at least once a week.
1: To me, like, tell me if I'm wrong, but like um, training like training with the farmers carry walk or whatever it's loaded is not going to demand the same thing from your cns system like if you're just like if you're doing reverse deadlifts or whatever it's like you're fucking picking up a car for reps yeah. and pulling a truck it's not going to demand your cns system the same way you know what i mean a lot of people say don't touch you know don't touch the implements so you like right for the competition or once a week i'm like i don't know if that's i don't really believe that's fucking true i really don't i mean you have to, you have, to have reached a certain strength level but i can tell you for a fact that my car deadlift gains are way more than a regular deadlift same with the truck so like almost three times as much so there's something to be said right it just moves engages your body differently
0: yeah it does um i have for for truck pull i do of course the truck pull a lot of them short distance just to start uh the full length distance everything like that uh, I do a lot of reverse hyper, because mm-hmm. reverse hyper is amazing for your back chain, like your lower back, for your ass, for your hamstring, yes. everything. Um, and I actually do sprints, just yeah. to be able to, to breathe.
1: So, facts, science. So, only thing that I do is kind of crossfit is, like, um, having different, like, soft boxes, obviously not hard boxes, and I lay them out um, in a 60 foot distance. And then I just have a shit ton of random out, like implements like stones, fucking sandbags, um, kegs. I tell everyone they should do this. This is like a secret, the magic sauce right here. Um, kettlebells, whatever. And you don't even do them. Like there's two ways you can train it. You can go from lightest to the heaviest. You can go like leviest or the lightest, the heaviest, heaviest, to lightest, or you can just go full fucking random. And what you do is you run and you jump like not box jumps, but you jump like as if you were doing military training, you jump onto all those different things. And it's not like you're going low low high because th- this is what i want to say is like and i we're gonna talk about giants lot more but it's like if you're you know walking up the boxes the, like the stair right the box of stairs you're holding the weight your body's gonna get used to that because it's like oh like it's a certain amount of height right but if everything is random and shit it's like arnold Schwarzenegger that stuck in my head when i first started bodybuilding when i was 13 a long fucking time ago that one thing he said always stuck in my head and i swear to god it's like foolproof always randomize shit there's there's principles of crossfit that do work if mm-hmm. I applied appropriately. So it's like, what I'm saying is like running and then jumping over random things of height and holding different random things of height and then pulling mm-hmm. and running and then crawling on all fours and all of a sudden like standing straight up or then leaning forward. All that different, you know, the diversity, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that, that nothing can train your body better for things like what you're saying, truck, pull or plane yeah. or whatever.
0: You know what I mean? I, Just actu- Actually, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the prep for Norway's Strongest woman. I had my mm-hmm. last training today. Uh, and the last few weeks, I've done like sandbag marches on yeah, soft, on soft pads, like, like do you, want to use oh, the lug you know. Yes. And I love it because I feel they there's a carryover to the yeah, events yeah. I'm doing, like like the yoke, yeah, or like the farmer's walk. There's a carryover to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you so, could do that and then attach. Sorry, and like add add weight to your stomach or something like that. Like add yeah. a plate with a chain belt. You know what I mean? Hanging off. Yeah. It. Yeah. You can have a, a yoke on your back and then try to pull something at the same time. You can
0: try the challenge in terms never, of challenging your core. Yeah, I never tried that. I've seen people do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But when I asked Clint about it, uh, Clint is my coach.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he said, no. <laughs> cliff? So. Go off a cliff, Cliff. You're just
1: kidding. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? No, there is, that's what I'm trying to say. There's a controversy here. There's a guy, I can't remember his name, I think of something sour and he does crazy shit. So he like literally made himself his own little casket and he lies flat on his back. This one I think is fucking crazy. I wouldn't do this though because you could break your fucking head. Knowing me, I probably would But he pushes the barbell, like nothing around him to help him like a leg press flat on his back on the ground and people say you're gonna die so then he bought himself a casket and sits in it or lies down in it and does it so it's like but he's also crazy he doesn't look it though at all like for a strong man he's a very tiny fucking dude and he's crazy fucking strong but he does the most random crazy shit like that all the time yeah. um, there's a fitness influencer bodybuilder trainer dude that does that kind of shit not for strong men but same thing does weird fucking shit on treadmills and stuff and it's like you know it's like it can work but it's like when to apply to when not to work When not to right? it can be dangerous and it can be an inefficient yeah. inefficient but it can be efficient too sometimes yep. so i'm yep. curious why he said no you know maybe like i, lie, Billy. I don't want her to No, call. but
0: it might be something with my back he's terrified oh. of he's terrified of my back so that's okay
1: yeah, my, with my current client, I said, listen, until you can learn how to control yourself with barbells, you're not touching a kettlebell, and then you're not touching, like, once you do the kettlebells, then you can grab sandbags and tires, because I do light test days, so the first day I met her, I let her touch a little bit of everything, very light, and mm-hmm. I saw how her body moved with different things, I'm like, yeah, you don't have the depth or the stability in your core, so, or the yeah. posture, so, we're going to wait till we fix that a little bit, and then you can flip some tires, okay?
0: But the core thing, people should work much more core.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That is so, uh, actually, I have. I've always trained core in a way, but not in the way I'm doing it last couple of years. And it's yeah. just been amazing. It so makes me so much stronger.
1: Yeah, no, sure though. Like. Um... I see a lot of powerlifters who don't do any core work at all, and even strongman athletes, and so, like, I hate it, but, like, I fucking, I have like, this static nerd ever since I had my first kid, and so, like, I do my core work the end of the workout, and last night, I pulled something, and I was like, fuck, and I could off the ground, but I'm still going to do it again today. I rested, yeah. I iced it, but it's, like, when I neglect the core, um, I start to actually regress or plateau in games, so, mm. I don't know, man, once again, another science there, maybe you should just work on core yeah. for an hour.
0: But, yeah, but uh, I actually seen that in one of our, our friends, a Norwegian strongman, who has been he has such a potential and he has been on a a plateau for quite a long time Mm -hmm. then we forced him to change coach we actually we bought three months with my coach me and my husband and some friends of us and Stefan needed to learn how to use his core and how to build it and he is just he's getting so much stronger yeah he has trained with Clint now for five months, four or five months. Yeah. Uh, and the changes in Stefan during those months is amazing.
1: But that's what I'm trying to say is I've seen bodybuilders who come up and do a powerlifting, or powerlifting, starting a competition for shits and giggles, and they're tiny. It's like And I'm not talking about cardio or eating Cheetos and all that other shit. Like people, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about just the fact that because they're going for a physique, they focus heavily on their core.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And the upper back for sure, especially if they're dudes. And and I think that's what it is, especially the lower abdomen, right? The pelvic floor. Yeah. Like anybody can do a chain dip and and get a lot of gains out of that, but obviously doing a hip thrust like is a lot fucking harder, especially the log to do correctly and to get gains. Like what you're saying is like, you can have a front half that's really strong, right? And then your back half is unbalanced and that's all it takes is imbalances and strength, right? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So So on that side... No, I was actually thinking about, uh, I see, at least in Norway, I see a lot of strong men and women forget about their hamstring as well. Oh, yes. yes. Forget They for, totally forget how important the hamstring is for everything.
1: Um,
0: work those hamstrings. They look good and then your body
1: good. overcompensates yeah, the other way so like, good good where's it from good good i think it's from like dr evil or something like Austin powers good 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 no or is it is it ice ventura yeah i think it's ice ventura you know yeah <laughs> every time i come with an idea like late at night i'm like ah <laughs> for my podcast and then my fucking kids are sleeping i wake them up and i'm like oh yeah i'm yeah. supposed to be a proper adult i'm indoors but there's been many <laughs> looking out my window for someone to come in with me and be like ah <laughs> yeah! And no one does it. I'm all alone, I'm like, I would pay someone just to sit around while I do work. And then when I'm in a DJ, I'm like, yes, yes, fuck yeah. And then like chest bump and shit. I don't know, cheer the fucking protein shake or something.
0: Yeah. With tequila in
1: And with tequila in it, people. If you are, <laughs> I really want to keep sad music right now. If you're alone and no one loves you and you're feeling sad and shit, just put some pre, fucking pre-workout in with some tequila. Drink it slowly and softly. And then chug the last drop like it's all you got. Oh, 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 that's gonna be a t shirt. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Listen, I was tipsy at the fucking gym and no one noticed, okay? You know what? I'm nicer when I'm tipsy, okay? Okay. I'm less assholy. Less if assholy. I'm, I am. This is your shirt. Strong man makes me less assholey.
0: You I'll make say- that shirt. I'll you make it- that shirt. Good. I need that okay. one.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm writing it down. Seriously, it's done. They're doing it up. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, like when it comes to being efficient with your time, obviously, with all things on the go, what are some things that you do in terms of structure managing your life?
0: Oh, not as much as I should do, because with all the kids, luckily, all the kids does, doesn't live at home anymore. Uh, but still, as you mentioned, I have a I have a foster daughter on the spectrum, yeah. so we need we need to be a bit like. We need to plan our day mm-hmm. because she, if she she needs control over the day, what's going on. Uh, so uh, and also being a foster mom means that I'm that that is my job, that's my full-time job at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um so my time for myself is when she is at school or the kids are at school. Mm-hmm um so during daytime we get up kids off to school breakfast everything like that kids off to school normally a shitload of meetings things that need to be done uh, because with foster kids you have a lot of people to work with mm-hmm. um and actually i i do prefer to train in the daytime quite early in the day
1: mm-hmm. but
0: i never find i never find time to it mm-hmm. so i train in the afternoon um, and I wish I was controlled enough to actually have a plan for every single day, because that's my dream.
1: Girl, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you with it because that's my
0: specialty. Yeah, know? that's the spectrum. And then you
1: help me back. Become strong as you. <laughs> that's the last. I want to your shoulder the voters.
0: They're just air. I don't like have, them today.
1: No, no. I'm. I've seen those. Fucking tires. That's what I call them. You know, you just like, I'm just gonna walk around all day if I like this to kind of get one, you know? <laughs> or I'm gonna Photoshop. Like... <laughs> Everyone go. <laughs> I, actually, oh.
0: I do that quite a lot because I do like you? them. <laughs> they do look oh, good. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so on the subject of foster kids, I, this is someone this I, I want to thank you and tell you about your power and influence. Cause I feel like women never understand like the level of their power and influence. So I was actually a foster care kid. And, um, I was considered like level five, which is, uh, well, primarily because I came from an abusive home and they didn't understand my disabilities. Um, and, um, so I was on a lot of drugs and stuff like that. And not like I took drugs. I'm talking pharmaceutical drugs. Anyways, um, I was a hot fucking mess. I had like PTSD and shit. And I started way when I was 13 because my foster mom was like this Barbie, she was like Barbie bimbo and uh, mm-hmm. she walk around and do fucking lunges in the house for no reason i used to laugh I'm like what are you doing we're trying to watch a movie it's like 10 o'clock at night we can fucking popcorn stop doing lunges anyways she was so fucking gorgeous she's a barbie and um her daughter's like looks just like her and she's like a supermodel now so facts but anyways i used to look at her and be like i want to be like that someday and she just had an education she was funny she was popular she friendship her shit together and i was like i want to be her when i grow up so anyways like she changed my whole fucking life because she got me exercising being healthy um, like lifting weights and she got me off all the meds I was on and like I can say that I wouldn't have a passion for all this stuff and probably even be here to have this podcast or doing this stuff if it wasn't for her like introducing me to that so it's amazing how like and she in fact in like back in those days like they didn't live in like they rented a, like a home and then they stayed there there was like you know two foster parents like split, also like split custody almost and so it's like co-parenting so she wasn't there all the time but my point is like just that small amount of level of influence right changed my whole life and yeah. like me having learning disabilities and stuff like that is I'm smart, but I had to figure out how to use my brain. And what mm-hmm. people understand for kids that are like, I have a nonprofit actually for people with disabilities on the subject, how to improve their academic important performance, their social emotional abilities through um, dance fitness training. So that's actually why I started my nonprofit two years ago. So it's crazy to think like, I came from a kid who's being bullied in school, who was getting expelled out of schools because of behavior issues to be here. And it's because fucking when you're, especially when you're on the spectrum, you or trauma or anything, you need lactic acid for your brain, right? And yeah. the hormone that it releases to help you think and focus or whatever. So um, anyways, it's something that people just don't think of when it comes to exercise. And I'm like, even if you never lose weight, even if you never look the way you wish you looked or win a bunch of competitions, just for like your brain health, you know, like, yeah. like I'm able to learn way better now than I ever could before. I'm way more efficient. I'm able to manage a lot more things. And I think that has to do with like the, well, I know it has to do with the exercise. You know, I thought that I never exercised my whole life. I'm just saying that like with barbell training, you have to be very focused, just like dance, right? Yeah. You have to execute. There's so much complicated things within one movement, right? So it makes you think, but anyways, it's something that I'm passionate about. And I think you being a foster mom is pretty amazing. And um, managing all the things you do anyways, just to have more love for you. So with, with you, like, obviously um, with with them? Have they had an interest in the way to be done with that
0: with them at all? Uh, Eric, uh, we have, as I said, we have three foster kids. Uh, Maria moved out two years ago, but she still, she lived with us from, she was 12 until she was 18. And then she moved out and she's still home quite often.
1: It's
0: mm-hmm. beautiful. I love her. Uh, and her brother is still living with us and he started to train. Actually, he did a competition. And he didn't tell me that he was going to
1: compete
0: yeah yeah. I, w- I was going down to to be the ref on the competition and i was getting the list over those who were going to compete and i read the names and all of a sudden sudden i saw eric are you going to compete yeah i wanted to surprise you <laughs> so um, uh. he is so far the one i can see has been most colored by us because yeah. he, 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 he is he, he is uh, from Sri Lanka. So oh. he's very he is very dark.
1: I like chocolate.
0: Yeah, he is like <laughs> chocolate.
1: Go uh, um, all second, just Don't get triggered, okay? I, I, I love my brown chocolate man. I like all colors of the rainbow, okay? All right, continue.
0: Uh, no, but, but he, he has turned out to be a copy of my husband, a dark copy of my husband. And it's so cool to see because when Ergil had his long hair and long beard, Eric started to save his hair, like grow it, grow it out, and his Aww. beard as well. Aww. Ergil cut his hair. Eric cut his hair. They walked the same. They have the same very bad, bad dad jokes. <laughs> oh terrible, terrible dad jokes. <laughs> and Eric has dad jokes at the age of 18. But he's very mature you know yeah in some ways he is but like well,
1: well it, it, you know it's called street smarts but like once you become a foster guy like this is the thing i'll always fuck around and be a rebel like till the day i die because of that shit i'll always yeah. fucking be a rebel but i can control it that's the thing is i've you know aged but like people used to call me old soul or mature for my age when i was a kid but now it's like the officer, like oh you, you know stuff. you're always talking around. i'm like yes but anyways like my point is is um like all the success he's gonna have now is from like you said your personalities and everything like infiltrate them like people used to always say "Well, be your own person why try to be like possible well, i'm like why wouldn't i want to be like her she now she yeah. runs like, an agency like uh she has like another degree now like she's social working he's um why would i not want to achieve those things you yeah. know why so it's like the thing is this too is like what i never give gave a shit who was biologically related to me i just cared about how someone treated me and yeah. i still i still carry that into my adult life right like you want to be an asshole an asshole back you want to be nice be I mean, nice, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's like you know, they just need someone to fucking respect them, and I f- I feel like that's the truth with everybody and their potential. Like, people just you need to be around the right people. You need to inf- surround yourself with the right people. Cut the shit out. Cut your own bullshit out. Your own negative self talk, and you know what I mean. Like, just cut the negativity out, and just put nothing but good around you. And it won't yep. fucking matter where you came from, income wise, or race, or any. None of those things matter. Even just really None of that shit matters. All that matters is you show up and you show out, right? Yep. Another t shirt coming. There's a lot of t shirts coming from this episode. <laughs> Too many t-shirts! Too like, many t- you t- have like hundred t-shirts, Stephanie. I'm like, well, I can't help that the strongman community is that fabulous. Let's just let them keep coming. I'll be like a hundred years old in my grave. Like, oh, another t-shirt! <laughs> wait! look yet! Wait. Another t-shirt! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, wait, wait! Make sure my kids make money from my shirt. Okay. And yeah. I'll be able to go. So, like, on this topic, topic of troubles, struggles, struggles. Fuck sometimes the English and me, I feel like I have multiple personalities. Sometimes the English and the Scottish fight for words and then I'm and like then it just comes out like that. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, all you fucking behave yourself right now. So, anyways, <laughs> what were some of the struggles you had to overcome? Obviously, injuries happen and sometimes uh, well you achieved everything. So I don't wanna say. But I mean sometimes shit goes down and you need to figure out how to, you know, overcome that. So tell us about some things that happened and how do you overcame them.
0: I've actually been very lucky with injuries knock on wood I've been very lucky Um, I think if something happens my very bad ability to talk myself down because in this sport you need to be mentally strong as well don't cry like a weenie No, you
1: you can cry, but after you've lifted, you know?
0: Yes. and I'm thinking, uh, not just the mentally strong. Uh, I've had some, because of my back injury, my my back is my weak point, Uh, actually most mentally, because the moment I feel something nagging my back, I quit. Mm. Uh, so i have had to learn to push myself further and i had to learn how to to feel if the back is muscles or more mechanical mm,
1: yes i like yeah. that you said that
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah. because if you if you feel a if you if you walk with a yoke and you feel tightness Crunching in your back spine. Yeah, you you feel like you feel like the the tightness in your lower or mid back. Most of the time, it's not dangerous. It's your it's your muscles. Mm. So you need to get out of joke, joke yoke Jesus. Christ. Um, <laughs> that's okay. So you had some tequila. It's fine. Which just yeah. I need some tequila.
1: Beginning. No, I'll say that you had tequila, and I'll be the disclaimer on the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying though. So
0: where will i <laughs>
1: i'm sorry this is why i get kicked out of classrooms and shit they're like we were doing a math with stephanie it's not the jokes you know anyways uh no i talking about like when you're carrying a, a back uh crushing yoke. so like what you're trying to say basically correct me if i'm wrong um is that like there are sciences too right like uh cortisol especially for women neuroplasticity like i said we release certain chemicals in our body when we think a certain way. Our feelings and thoughts yeah. really You don't know tell me that is having kids, because if I'm stressed or anxious, I can't get my baby to sleep. He immediately responds. I can yeah. be on the other I have to be in the house. I can be other fucking part of the house. I can be outside. If I'm stressed dealing with things, it does not matter if I make a sound, he feels it. Yeah. So it's like we affect our energy, our vibrations highly affect ourselves. And like I know it's very yogi of me to say, but it's true. Like everything around us. So well, it's actually blessed than about a math because I don't fucking think I don't count the weights. I always make a rule not gonna count it till the I'm done and I'm making a record of it. I just fucking add things and feel it out. And like um sometimes you may pull something, but like most of the time if you're not training to 90 if you're not going over 90 percent, the chance of that happening is pretty small. Like yeah you know, it can not happen. But yeah, another another thing I want to ask you about like when you answer that is like if you um in terms of your back, if you do a lot of massage or Cairo or like yeah. you do a lot of deep roller, you know, push there, I- you don't
0: know, like the rollers. Yeah, I always used, I always used rollers in, before my trainings, uh, just to kind of warm up. Uh, I do get a massage once a week, all year around. Do you make
1: your husband do it?
0: No. Do, 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 do. No? Okay. That's not fun. My or, husband fucking it, hurts
1: me. I'm like, what are it, you doing? It's like you're trying to make pizza and you don't want to make the pizza dough. Like, what is that? No. I
0: can't my, do that. You know? my, hus- my husband, he is terrified of hurting me. So if he's trying to massage me, it's so soft. It's just cuddling. Uh, no, I actually have a very, very good massage therapist. We call him Torture. His name is Thor. So he is Torture. He's, he's torture. really. Yeah, he really. Like,
1: who's talking about
0: me now? <laughs> so but but he's really good. And I've used him every single week for. For I think we are on the fifth year. And I haven't been injured in five years so i think it's very 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 important oh, to be ahead of your problems oh yes preventative all the
1: time i say that
0: yes um, go down prevent the shit and this stuff it's not tequila it's water
1: yes drink
0: that's tea. important
1: even if drink you have to go pee 50 times and work out yes i chug all the time be a bodybuilder bring a fucking milk jug drink your fucking water yeah yeah all the time yeah, like I, I see, I don't have to worry about counting anymore because, like, you know, a pro, a pro like, pro shape bottle. Um, I usually consume four to five of these a day, and so yeah. I know that I've got my water right. I don't even have yeah. to do the measurements right. So it's like if you're constantly having with you sitting, all of a sudden, you don't, it's not a forced habit, right? Like, I do it between every set, every set, every single yeah. set.
0: I have one of those big, I don't have them here, but I have a big jug that I bring to training. Yeah, I think it takes two liters yeah two liters something like that two two and a half and i have that every single training
1: i'm just laughing every time you fucking whip those arms out it's just like intense you know (laughs) put those arms away okay (laughs) just looking like a security guard but just like ripped thick and ripped wait yeah yeah. everywhere (laughs) oh my god so this is like all, all the skinny, winny no leg guys are crying in the corner whenever you walk in, you know, the ones that skip leg day.
0: <laughs> uh, no. They are... Actually, I'm, I'm very tall. I'm six foot two. Oh, you're taller than me. I'm six feet. Ooh. Cool. Yes, I, love I it. understand you fellow tall one. <laughs> but what what I really enjoy being this tall are all the tiny, skinny little men standing on the tiptoes next to me. <laughs> No, oh, you're cute. Yeah, little one, you're so cute. Yeah,
1: there's like one of those guys. like working out. He's like, your deadlift isn't that great. And that's when I first started training for strongman, like three years old. And he's like, he's like, your toes not big. He's like, I got deadlift 300 pounds. I'm like, good for you, loser. I was like, fucking oh, dudes on like the giants of the world lift over a thousand. Very cool. I know many girls taller than me that lift 300 pounds. So not really high five. <laughs> you should go do more deadlifts and stop talking yep. to me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> science. Um, more deadlifts more deadlifts when people don't deadlift enough it's like ridiculous so how can female athletes achieve success in in um obviously there's people who want to get to the top obviously with the shows that you're promoting and hosting and all that kind of jazzy jazz they want to become just as well as you what are some things that you recommend some tips things that they can do
0: um success? i would actually say that um if i if i i'm actually my plan is to to host an international women's competition at fair for power week next year Uh, yeah i want to come and if you want me to see you so be active show yourself that is the only way if you want to get invited to a big competition yeah be active show yourself Um, Be brave enough to. I would I would say send like say Donna Moore, send Donna Moore a friend request. Start to follow her. Start to follow me. Because that is actually how we see people these days. It's through social media. Yeah. Uh, But in if you want to be. You need to train you need to be focused you need to put yourself a goal um everybody trains better if you have a goal if you are if you want to compete in uh, official strongman games yes think write it down put a yellow note or a write it on the black and the whiteboard anything I want to compete in official strongman games Make that Mm -hmm. your goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Actually, people are laughing at me at the gym because before competitions, in in the gym, we have a massive whiteboard. Mm. And I take a big red, uh, what's it called? Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie. And I write, I'm the champion. Champion! Yes. Yes. And the same in the hallway back home, I have a blackboard. And I write, I'm the champion. Yeah. So you you need to visualize, you need to set that goal and work towards it. So
1: nature over or nurture over nature, like you become what you think you are, and yeah. good or bad. And if you set a specific timeline, even if you're a week late, you have still gone farther if you didn't set a specific date, right? So it's always that go back to the smart goals. But like, you have to like daydream. Daydreaming. When I was a kid, you yes. got what, fun of for daydreaming. That's stupid. Daydream your fucking dreams yep. all day long. Write it down. Draw a fucking picture, even if it's like you know, a little cartoon image or something like stick men. Draw it. Believe it. Live it. Just like emphasize it. Like if you would have said I've had a podcast, like set in store, I'd be like you crazy because like it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. But I was like oh, I don't know how to code. You know what I mean? But it's like there's times where shit happened, I was like, ah. but you have to, you have to be like, I, I was like, I visualize this. So it ain't no lie. You know what I mean? So yeah. the thing is, this any visions that you have in your head that are negative, so you can't do that's not your own voice. It's somebody else who talks shit to you, family, friends, whatever, or just negative. You, you know what, like you have to level up yourself. You have to level up the people around you, right? Yeah. Like my point um, is like, anything that's not leveling up, you need to cut the fucking shit out and just focus on anything that people tell you crazy good some crazy fucking dreamer who goes for things. One guy, I think that's one guy once on on data. He's like, I was talking to some guy and he's like, he's like, oh I checked you out, you're just a fucking uh dreamer. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather be a dreamer than some guy with no fucking balls who works some shit job just for fucking supposed security see I think security is bullshit I think there's no such thing as security in life I think that's a, a delusion okay anything mm-hmm. can happen anytime don't live your life in fucking fear like if you say like people like right now with my kid with his like little ramp and he's four and a half getting him to go on a bike i am be like yo he's gonna get hurt and I'm like maybe he will maybe he fucking won't And then what's the point of him living as a boy let him be wild let him fucking live his life a broken arm I long as she's not impaling himself that's one thing I've worried about was impaling her head Severe head injuries, broken arm—that's fine. You can fix that. Small yep. muscle—you can yep. fix that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I totally agree.
0: There, there is oh, eliminate that, all fear. The lie—that—that's a very big topic because people are too, too, too afraid all the time. Uh, but I was actually thinking about one thing more. If you want to be successful, stop being terrified of the ones you're competing with. If you. I think most of us has at one point or another sat with our phones scrolling through instagram look up our competitors and wow she's so strong oh she's so fast she will beat me stop that shit Mm -hmm. because (laughs) you heard it here (laughs) yeah (laughs) i actually i do it myself once in a while while and i really don't like it uh, but you can't do anything with what she is doing or he is doing the only one you can work with is yourself yeah facts so True, stop Why you know
1: stop looking around with other people or think about what the fuck other people are doing Hold on my uh, my stuff's done i'm gonna have to plug it and charge it but it's uh um what i was gonna say is like i don't fucking care like, there's this Karen who literally put a letter in my mailbox citing some bylaws saying that I'm not allowed in, in parks and fields to train people or whatever else. I'm like, you know what? I'll train you for free. How about you get a fucking life and a hobby? Because you obviously don't, you have too much fucking time in your hands if you can worry about what the fuck I'm doing. That's why I don't believe in gossiping, rumor, and shit-talking people. I don't care. I want the best for people. You know what I mean? You know? Like, I don't, like, I'm just trying to live my best life. You know what I mean? That's what people like, focus on is living their own best life and everything will follow right it's easy to fucking scapegoat and blame and say i'm not talking about having victim mentality that's a different subject i'm saying just being like you know well they're really, like you say they're really good or or i don't know like i've given up to commit to that like why are you adding all of that to the pot just go walk up to a barbell and lift it you know what i mean people yep. always want to pro- like at like when you're in the gym don't be thinking about school don't be thinking about the fight you have with your husband just fucking train you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Your kid just threw a block in your head an hour ago. Whatever, just forget about it. the pain will go away, like, yep. and then you'll forget about it. That's my point. Is like, whatever you meditate on, good and bad. Like, people think meditation is always just sitting there like this. It's not. Anything you're allowing to channel through head. And I'm getting a lot better. I catch myself and I'm like, wait, holy shit, that's going to affect the whole next hour of my life. And I, you know, it's just catching your brain whenever it's going down those paths. Tell your own self to shut up, right? Yeah.
0: I actually do that. Uh, um, yesterday in training, I started to to talk myself down, like, oh, this will be heavy, I will be too slow. And I had to step back. And I had to tell myself, Kiki, shut up. Just stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just had to reset myself mm-hmm. and go back. Um, okay, now I'm strong. I'm fast. This will be okay.
1: Yeah. So on that subject, yeah, everything's going to be okay. That's so true. You know, like, uh, and I always bring this up and people try to downplay it and they don't know what the hell they're saying I'm like me being a foster care kid me being like uh, you know at risk adult and struggling with like almost being homeless and not being able to keep a job just the things that I struggle with with my mental health over the years like like there are so many desperate moments and times like there I, I had to go to food banks like I was on disability mm-hmm. once like I've been through like fucking hell you know what I mean even with my health because if your trauma actually affects your body people understand that you can be get sick from being depressed so it's like like, that is what I've learned, like, is everything is going to be okay, there's always light in the rainbow, there's always another day, there's always a butterfly, there's always the sunshine, right, and you don't know when that may come, but you just got to focus on the positive, and and keep grinding, and that day will come, even when it seems impossible, like, there was times where I was really poor in poverty, and I just thought I'd never escape that, so for me to be able to buy my own home gym equipment is, like, astronomical for me, because that's something I've wanted for, like, 13 plus, like, for a long time, right, Mm -hmm. so it's, like, you don't know what's gonna happen at the end of the corner if you keep trying to live your like best life and pursuing your dreams and goals, but I guarantee you, it won't be negative. You know what oh. I mean? There's no way, no fucking way, it's impossible. And so on that topic of readjusting your life, so if things don't go the way you specifically, did you just keep get up, keep going, um, how, what would you do now differently if you re enter the sport? Like what are some things you've learned uh, oh. over all these years?
0: I would actually, uh, if I could go back in time, uh, I would start, I would start Olympic lifting as the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Be- because I do believe that the Olympic lifting, if you're able to do the Olympic lifts, you will be able to do so much more.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so that is actually, I love Olympic lifting. I totally, totally love it.
1: Yeah, me too. If I to strongman, that would be where I would go for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it, it actually makes me sad that I didn't discover it earlier. Yeah. So more Olympic lifting to the people. Yes. To the yeah. people. The yes. The way you see
1: things is so strong and commanding. And I fucking love it. There's another shirt. There's so many shirts. Kiki, you're going to, I'm going to send you shit and you're going to have an entire wardrobe. I'm just saying. So, um, you know, last but not least, like, um, you've just done so many things and, um You've just, like, you've changed so many lives with your career. Like, when people saw that I was interviewing you, they had so much to say. It was positive. Like, a lot of girls have crushes on you. You're a lot of women's heroes, you know? You're my hero,
0: being a foster I love mom, that. I think. Huh? I love that. Yeah, you are. That, Yeah, but that has been... I've been thinking about that. If if me being me in this sport could make just one woman start a sport and enjoy uh, and really not enjoy really love this wonderful community yeah. that would make me happy
1: i just i also want to say this like um before my uh, my technology dies here um uh, like my i'm not hating on her but i know how much courage and bravery it took for you to leave a domestic relationship my mom yeah. unfortunately never was able to do that that's why i was in foster care um and so the courage and strength that you have and what you accomplish like it needs a lot to me on that level and like, if you didn't choose this path, right, you wouldn't be empowering all these women's sport, you wouldn't be helping your foster care kids there. So, like, this is what people don't understand, is when you make yourself better, it's a chain effect, it affects everyone else around you. Like, it, there's no loss in that. So I'm saying, leveling up your life, there's no loss in it, you, you, by default, make everyone's life better. And you would not have this life if you didn't have the courage, and it takes courage. There's women who want to leave and are courageous, but they're in a position where, you know, the police aren't supporting them or, or helping them yeah. and it is really dangerous for them. So like, you know, and thank you for sharing that story because a lot of women, you know, we keep it secret because
0: we're ashamed. Um, you, you know should, No, you shouldn't be ashamed of it because it's not you. No matter what he or she is saying, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 100%. It's, it's that person, it's never you. No, totally. It, 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 it was never me, it was him.
1: Yeah, they're insecurities, right? Always yeah. like same cheaters, that's their insecurity. That's not you. Yeah, It's like, you can be so beautiful, a boss ass babe. Like if someone cheats on you, it's because of them. Like, and you can't, you can't fulfill someone else's insecurity. That's why, like I said, if someone should talk to you for working out. Well, then like you, that's why you got to do you, right? Because they're not going to change. You can't change people. You can't make them change. You can be a positive influence, but at the end of the day, you have to know when it follows that chapter. And there's no fucking shame in that. You're not supposed to be people's uh, Jesus or their like, you, you're a hero when you take care of yourself. Right. Self care yep. and being in selfish in that way is being a hero. Like yep. It's not being everyone's fucking doormat. You know what I mean? Like, I uh, don't want that shit. So last before you go. Um, so if people are trying to reevaluate the training program for an off-season time, right? Because some people compete in strongmen constantly, like four or five competitions a year. Some people just do it like maybe once or twice a year. How would you like, uh, especially for those people who are wanting to compete heavily, like a lot throughout the year, like three, four times a year, what would you like tra- recommend as an off-season training program? How, how should they go about doing that? Add more bounce. <laughs> <laughs>
0: add more bands and or more chain no you actually need to you can't train heavy all year round Mm -hmm. your body won't handle that so you need to when you're done with one competition make sure you have i'm not saying this because i'm i just need to go off the track a moment Uh, i'm competing friday this coming friday and saturday Mm -hmm. monday i start to prep for the next competition oh my god yeah because that's it's like just... me
1: right now it's like fuck i got a strongman competition in one
0: month and then i am five days out six days out from my deadlift competition so i don't, i totally know what the fuck you're saying i get it uh, uh but normally i wouldn't do that i would have at least a couple of months between competitions between competition preps so when you're done with one heavy competition be a bodybuilder for a while
1: yes i was talking about yes. that episode. train like a fucking bodybuilder yes
0: There's zero go, uh, loss in that go to the gym and get that absolutely amazing pump <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I, yeah, but, but i really love it when i when i'm do, when i'm being a bodybuilder yeah. i love the pump in my lats and my yeah. tricep at the same time i feel massive and i love it <laughs> Just swole. So, so be a bodybuilder for a while train a bit Train a bit different than what you're doing, and then start your new, your, your new plan. Yes. So, so thank you. And most important of all, have fun. Yes.
1: Twerk, shake that ass. Yes. Actually, um, actually, actually I, I, said, well, I, said,
0: I said earlier, I don't dance, but I dance in the gym.
1: Listen, if my bench is having more of me than you, that's on you, boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. the floor gets, my floor the floor gets the best ass shots. You know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, you wanna come in here? You come on in here, okay? i bench, you can sit on top of me. But listen, bitch, you gotta come down here, okay? So I ain't going up there. <laughs> I'm just saying, have fun, have sexy time. For couples, yep. sexy time, I'm fucking telling you. It is a turn on. So, you know, get busy. Not in a public space, everyone, goddamn. Anyways, thank you <laughs> for you. And be my fucking superhero. And
0: pulling uh, ships and
1: shit. And like I said, you can find her on Instagram at... Shit.
0: Kiki Burley Johnson.
1: <laughs> like, I like how you don't remember any of your social media stuff. It's hilarious. Like, I'm a promoter, but wait. How do I say this thing in German? And you're German. You know, no big deal.
0: <laughs> I- get her, Kiki! Yeah, just sign me on. Kiki Burley Johnson on Instagram. Instagram. Burley, because you're burly and strong. A burly female and strong. I don't know. I think that's
1: what the word burly means. I have to look up the Urban Dictionary. That's how I came up with my son's name. It all surrounds with ass. I'm just kidding. Look it up, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> but thanks for being on our show. And if you want to, yeah, and if you want to get involved in her gym or. Um, any of the show she's doing, check out our, our website, our Facebook page, or Instagram. There's going to be links there. And um, we have some other special surprises in store, but I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. So thanks for listening, you sexy pandas. We'll catch you on our next episode. Until then, hop on a TikTok so you can do some fitness challenges with us and you could win our monthly prize. Oh. <laughs>